This episode of The Date Podcast is sponsored by Bopsy. Meet up to six people over mobile video. It's video speed dating. Download Bopsy in the Google Play Store or iTunes. Check out bopsy.com. We know you love us, but the information on our podcast is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only. I understand I'm both an LPC and an LMFT. However, this is not intended as a substitute for professional services of any kind. If you or anyone you know needs professional help, please seek mental health services. Hi, this is Emma. This is Zorik. Host of the Day Podcast. We are so excited to do another show for you. Mm-hmm. We have some thought-provoking things that we want to talk about. We do. We do. You know, June and July, I feel. Well, like May through July. It's like wedding season, right? Yes. Yes. And so, you know, one of the things that we're going to be talking about today is like, so yes, it's in wedding season. We're probably getting invited to a few weddings and yet some of us are still single or not in committed relationships. Wait, are you invited to a wedding? Did, did I not, did you not tell me that you were going to a wedding? What? Are you invited to a wedding? No. Oh. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I was. <laughs> Okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> but it's wedding season, you yeah, know. True so that. you're just always saying like someone getting like going to a wedding, like that's basically like what your Facebook post or Instagrams posts are. So you know, it's kind of like so. Why is it difficult for some of us to be in those committed, serious relationships? Like, where is that lack of speed happening? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So. We'd like to uh, ask for your help. We're a brand new podcast available on iTunes and Google Play. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, hopefully raving review. Also, tell your friends about the podcast. We appreciate the feedback and support. If you have any questions, comments, or show topics. And Emma, we've been getting some comments and show topics. So keep them coming. Um, Contact us or drop us a note at hello at um, podcast.com and... On a podcast on Instagram and Twitter. It's one of those days, Emma. I it's, know. It's it does make my job easier when you guys send us what you want us to talk about. <laughs> yeah, d- definitely. <laughs> so now for the fun stuff. Woohoo. So we're going to be focusing on this article called The Millennial. What is it called? It's called Put a Ring on It? Question mark. Uh-huh. Millennial couples are in no hurry. And mm. so it's an article written by Roni, Ka- Ooh, Roni Karen Rabin. So if I said that wrong, I'm so sorry. Please correct me. Yeah. Um, On the New York Times. Um, And so I was reading this and I thought, yep, yep. These are are things that I'm like considering doing Mm -hmm. um, or I have done where we like I'm a little bit more cautious when I am in a relationship. Yeah. I want to make sure that like I'm more financially stable. I want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to, like, apparently, like, I have these um, requirements of myself that I have to make sure that are checked off before I think about settling down or yeah, being yeah. in a relationship. Yeah, you have like, know, Are you like that, too? Yeah, I think, you. Uh, as a man, you need, uh, there's some milestones you need to hit. Uh-huh. There's some experiences that you may want to experience. It could be uh, traveling the world yep. or... Getting laid or, you know, <laughs> different things like that. Like, there, there's things 
that we have to do. Maybe it's a certain like job that I need to get or right. degree. And then, mm-hmm. then, then I can settle down. Yes. But what if I never get there and I'm like 50 and I'm still, you know, chasing dun, dun, my dun. I know. What, <laughs> what do you do, right? I don't know. What oh. do you do? Probably be married earlier yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a tell my mom a few times. <laughs> All right, mom, at this age, I shall get married. Yeah. Even I, if I'm not with anyone, I'll get married to myself. No, I won't. You could. Dennis Rodman <laughs> did that. Did you know that? He got married himself. He married himself. Oh this my was God. Like, like 20 years ago. <laughs> but I read That's some. So weird. <laughs> I read some crazy stat though that 86% of people will marry by 49. So you're not 49 wow. yet. I am not. So 86%, although, but <laughs> I read another That means stat. that it's the, like, 14% that's not going to get married. No, it's 25% of millennials never get married. But oh. that's weird because, like, we're still in that, you know, we don't know the the, the <laughs> end of that research yet. So as of right that's now, there's still... That's true. Saying, yeah. Like, it's a very large percentage, but maybe in the future, it'll get smaller. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably still be in that little small oh, percentage. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on. So what else, um, what's in this article? So, it, you know, the way that we, like, our millennial generation approaches um, sexual intimacy, this is what the article says, has given rise to phrases like hooking up and friends with benefit, right? So do we, like, when our friends are engaging in friends with benefit or just hooking up, we're probably, like, judging them a little bit, telling them that they shouldn't be doing this. And yet somehow it, it's still part of our culture. Yeah. And I think that's also helped the dating apps in turn too. Like it's helped them like, like, like we're a great niche. Yeah. So explain to me. So what's the difference between hooking up? So is that like a one night stand? Um, yeah, I feel like it's like a one night stand or like you go on a few dates, you hook up and then you're done. So I, for me, like it ha- it can have two like different meanings. Yeah. They could be like synonymous because I've heard friends that say, oh, we're, me and her are just hooking up. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Maybe, but maybe friends with benefits is more established that you guys have like a boundary. Like, hey, we're just friends and we're just going to hook up. Or you want to pretend that you have a boundary when you say friends with benefit, but mm-hmm. it's really not. Yeah. Because someone always gets attached. 100%. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Yep. I've gotten attached. Same here. And um, the person said no. And I said, okay, but I'm still attached. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amen, Zorik. Amen. Oh, I know. It is the worst. Life is terrible. Uh, well, not that bad, but no. still. No. And even whenever we do, like when the article continues stating, like whenever we do um, start wanting to be in a relationship like we're very cautious mm-hmm. and we are very um slow about yeah. um you know being in the relationship changing the roles because we're so cautious and we're so worried to make sure that, like this is the right person this is who we need to be yeah um so i i like where it says here like just like you said slow mm-hmm. lo- slow love but it says fast sex slow love mm-hmm. so meaning you hook up real quick Yep. And then you just figure it out later. Yes. Which I'm like, I think, you know, we've talked about this before. I'm very old fashioned. And so I'm very the opposite where I'm like, fast love, slow to sex. Yeah. Yeah. And and I've also heard that the longer you wait, the more successful a relationship is. So if you wait and maybe, you know, it, it, it makes a man chase you guys more. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, like if I'm if I'm having to wait to have sex with you. I'm, you know, 
we'll pull out all the stops. <laughs> but sometimes, whenever you have sex with, sex with somebody, uh, the stops just stop being pulled out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Does it sound sexual to me? No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't remind me because sexual. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, Let's, but I get you. Like, yeah. it, it's sort of like when you have sex with someone after you've been chasing them for, or wanting it for so long that yeah. it becomes like, okay, I got my trophy now. What? Yeah. So let's say uh, you do have sex with somebody early. Mm-hmm. Do you, I guess, are you saying, are they saying that millennials do not define the relationship and they just kind of keep hooking up and just keep hanging out? It's probably not in this relationship. I'm trying to analyze. Like, Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I this could mean a lot of things. It could mean like, like what you're saying. Um, it could also mean like you're just in a committed, you could be just be in a committed relationship and it's, you know, you're just very like sexually active with each other. And yeah. then like, because, and then you'll move in, you'll create like, like that life together, but like not be married until your careers are established or you feel like you're financially ready or you feel like you can't afford the wedding. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was in a relationship where it moved really fast and moved in with somebody within uh, a year and we were... Oh, that's fast for you? Yeah, we were going to get married. I thought you were going to say like six months and I was like, dang, Zork. It could have been eight. It was close to a year. Okay. And it happened just like you said. We kind of dated for seven years and there's a stat mm-hmm. will we'll come up. There's a stat coming up in this article about um, the length of dating before marriage. Mm-hmm. But we were supposed to get married and we did not get married because I was still chasing my career. Mm-hmm. So we got engaged and I was young. I was 24 and I was like, I don't know. I, I, want, I loved her. But then I was like, well, I'm engaged now. How the hell am I going to support a family? So right. then I kept chasing these different things. I got, I went, I went to school. I got certifications in my, in my field and I kept on going to school mm-hmm. and it became, school became like sort of a, an obsession for me. I think it does sometimes Yeah, because you're so stuck in it, but, but I'm stuck, but I wanted more. I wanted right. to achieve more. Maybe it's just me being ambitious. Yeah. Maybe that's more of what it was, but, but I can see how people now they want to take their time. They want to make sure that they're economically um, set right. before doing anything. I also think that like our generation, like if we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Uh-huh. Um, okay, buddy. so let me explain this real quick. Yes, so please. Maslow's hierarchy of needs um, is a pyramid that um, shows us what our needs are um, in order to be humans. Yeah. So at the baseline um, of the hierarchy is safety. Um, so we have to be so, and then so like it, each um, like hierarchy, I guess, is dependent on, on the other. So in order for you to achieve the next one, you have to be like achieving the first one. What's up? What's the one on the bottom? Okay, so is it's it? safety. Okay. So you have to feel uh, no. So you have to have physiological needs. I'm sorry. So physiological needs. Yeah. Um, then you have to feel safe. Well, physio- physiological needs mean that means uh, like for my life. Or no, no, no. Is that food? Water? Is that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you need you. So the basic things to be like uh, to survive. Sleep, and, eat, whatever. Right. Um, and you need safety. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so you need to feel safe, and then you need to feel like you love and belong. So that this is where like family relationships, intimacy come in. 
And then it moves on to esteem. So then our egos, um, our status, you know, like recognition from others, feeling like we do belong, feeling like we have respect from others. And so this is the part where I think, so I feel like our generation is meeting all of those four hierarchies. And so we're able to do the last bit of the, of the hierarchy, Uh which is salt, which is called self-actualization, which just allows us to realize like what our full potential is and like realizing that we have potential. Yeah. Okay. Guys, so, she's so smart. Oh she's so she's so smart. Um, so that makes I, sense. <laughs> <laughs> so so once you have once you realize that you and have can that you tell like my voice changes. I was like explaining it. To <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Um, mm. But yeah. So the top part. That's where you're saying what everyone's stuck. So I think that no, no, the, that's basically Maslow say like that's where you want to be. Like that's where you're like ultimate, and like uh-huh. that's where you know that you're like yeah. ready. I'm yeah, ready you're ready. Down. And so I think that because like us millennials have been able to get all of those other needs met, we can actually like self actualize, which is not something that our parents could do before. Uh-huh. So I think that we're like. So we're just fortunate enough because yeah. it really is about like our fortune. We're just fortunate enough to like be able to self-actualize and say like, I want to travel the world. I want to go live in Europe. Mm. I want to go and get a second master if I want to, or I want to um, change careers if I can. Because if you remember like how our parents, um, they got one job and it was very rare for them to change positions, right? Like they would stay with one company that would always kind of be the trend. And now us, like we're just like, oh, this job, I hate this job. I'm going to move to this other company. That's really great. This company lied to me. I'm going to go to this other job. Yeah. So like we have that liberty and freedom. And I think that that's part of like why it's affecting our dating life. And... So what you're saying is don't date a millennial until she's 30 because she'll be done with all of her stuff <sighs> right so y- i'm over 30 oh. and i don't know like i i want to think that i am but there's like i think part of like what annoys me about this article is because it's hitting me yeah. like in the heart and yeah. uh, what i was reading them I was like oh crap that's me <laughs> and i don't want to <laughs> oh oh my gosh but do you think it's also we've talked about this a lot but the paradox of choice a lot of dudes out there for you. A lot of choices out there. And, you know, when you have more than like a buffet of men, it takes... I hate it, buffets. It, it, <laughs> uh, I hate furs, but have you been to furs buffet? Oh, the restaurant. Yeah, okay. My mom loves buffets, but <laughs> she loves furs. I don't. But, but I think when you, when you get to have too many options, you have like this... Um, cognitive overload right. and you're like eh, i don't want to choose just like when you go to like starbucks or whatever or or some you know some i other always know what shop. i want oh okay not starbucks a new s- coffee s- coffee shop okay yeah okay and, okay and i think that's i think what i've seen especially as a dating up entrepreneur right that the more options you present to a person uh, the less likely they'll make a decision, even one decision. Yeah. Because they're like, they don't know what to make. They don't want to, they don't know what to do. Yeah. It reminds me of like Stanley from the office on uh-huh. pretzel day where he was like, you can get all the toppings on pretzel. He's like, let's do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you, you can't have, wanna... you can have all the men too, if you want. Let's do it. Yeah. No. Uh. 
Where yeah. are they? They're not anywhere near me. I even put milkshakes out. They're <laughs> not in my yard. Um, so the so they have an eHarmony um, report that they quote on this article where they talk about like American couples aged 25 to 34 know each other for an average of six and a half years before marrying compared to five years in all other age groups. Yeah, and that's what I was saying about yeah. how I was with, a, with someone for seven years. Like, we stay with these people for a long time, and sometimes we never get married. But in the case of millennials, six years is a lot of time. I feel like as, as Generation X, mm -hmm. that I feel like as a man, you can know. Wait, you're not a millennial? No. Oh. I'm like a year ahead of you guys. Oh. You, you all know. But uh, I feel like you can tell within a year. Like, you don't need five, six years. No, I agree. Like, what are you doing this, these six years? Like, what the hell are y'all doing? Right. <laughs> you know? I know. So Aziz Ansari, um, you know, wrote a book. And I remember when he was interviewed, like, he was doing, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, interviews about the book or yeah, yeah, like promoting a it. There we go. Yeah. He was talking about how sometimes uh, he judges uh, couples who get married very quickly. So kind of like they get engaged within a year. Because yeah. he's like, I've had a sweater in my closet for a year. And I still don't know everything about that sweater. Um, and I laughed because I thought it was funny. And at the same time, I'm like, right. But some of us are, like, some of us know. Like, we're more intuitive. Yeah. Aziz. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with everything else that you say, except that. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a pretty good analogy, too. Yeah. Right? So, but, again, back to the six years. Like, what are your thoughts on that? So, compared to the other age groups, so that's probably baby boomers, yeah. that's Generation X, five years. But that's really not much of a difference. Even five years for me before, uh, like, waiting, like, my ovaries are drying up, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're not going to be youthful forever. It could be, like, beef jerky soon. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks, <Zorik>. Eric. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. So maybe this, uh, so these are couples, though. Right. So they've been together for five years, and then they finally get engaged. And I got to say, like, for me... My okay, so growing up as a kid, I really thought that by age twenty-five, uh -huh. I was going to be married and have kids, maybe two, gonna have a career, and yeah. you know, like that meme that's like, and now I'm thirty, and I just open up another bottle of wine and drink and just laugh and cry. Like that's the me. I'm the meme right now. And listen to self-help books <laughs> when we're thirties. That's all we do. That's all we do. So like, this couple's twenty-four and twenty-five. And they've been dating since high school, and they're in no rush to get married. And I'm like, at this age, like, I completely understand. 24, 25, mm -hmm. I think your 20s is, yeah. like, the time when you, like, have fun, and you explore, and you figure out. And kind of, like, it. Just, I don't know where why the shift happens, but, like, when i closer to 30, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> Crap. Time's a ticking. <laughs> yep. Beef jerky's a coming. Oh, <laughs> No, but I think also, don't you think that we are uh, influenced by our, our parents yes. and, our, and our grandparents? So, yep. for example, yep. if our parents got married early, then we're probably most likely to get married early or at least want to. Right. My parents got, uh, got married late and they had me late in their 30s. So that's kind of probably why I'm the way I am too. No, my parents got married later. Like my parents, like my they were both in their thirties when yeah. they got married, and, and then had me, and then my sister. So they were like after thirty. But my mom has always put the, my mom and my grandma have always put like, the pressure of like, okay, well, you know, like you'll feel fulfilled when you're a mom, and I'm like, will I? 
Will I? Who that's knows? a whole other topic. Yeah. But like, that's always like kind of what I'm told. I think it's also, she just wants grandchildren in the house. Yeah. I think, and so she just puts it on me and then I enter and like take that pressure. But I think that's something that like, I think is very common for women. Um, it doesn't matter like what ethnicity you are. I think that's something very common for us where we're told like, yes, you need to be successful in your career, but also look babies, hurry up and get married. But isn't it like the, 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 the juxtaposition, I think she said here, that now women in the workforce, women are in the workforce uh-huh. now more and more so than they were in your grandparents' era uh-huh. where they were just, you know, housewives and, right. and taking care of the kids. So that's also why millennials today and females today are probably just waiting till, right. till later in life when, they're, when they have their mm-hmm. master's degree or, you know, whatever it is. So... But 25 for a man, I mean, our brains are not fully developed. Gosh, I don't, yeah, and I think that's another reason why I probably, like, I'm just, in my 20s, I didn't really, like, I dated, but it was never anything, like, long-term, because I'm like, your brain's not fully developed yet. It's yeah. not going to be developed <laughs> until you're in your 30s. <laughs> oh, my gosh, for sure, for sure. Um, and also, they go on to say that since marriage is a partnership, that... They want to figure out, I think this is uh, further down in the article, mm-hmm. they want to figure out like uh, economics, you right. know, the economics and, and uh, is this person stable enough economically and, and all these other factors that they want to that they want to figure out. But it doesn't take five years to figure all that stuff no. out. No. Okay. So one of the things that they say, this is the last thing that I'm going to like go nerdy about um, and therapeutic about, is their... Um, Dr. Fisher, who is someone that they quote in this article, um, she talks about how, you know, you're waiting so long to get married, like, or to decide that you want to get married. And so, like, within that time, you have time to learn about yourself. You have time to learn how to, like, you deal with partners, communication. Um, And so her quote is so that by the time you walk down the aisle, you know what you've got and you think you can keep what you've got. And so for me, I kind of see it as like this is kind of like our prep stage to figure out, okay, what are your flaws? What are my flaws? What's not working? What is working? How do we continue allowing this relationship to happen? But and so, you know, which is really helpful because then, you know, maybe you're going to therapy and figuring this out. I don't know. Or you're d- doing work on your own. You're talking about the five years, mm-hmm. th- that, that time while, mm-hmm. you're, while, while you're dating. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and also one stat that's interesting here is that the median age of marriage has risen to 29.5 for men. So men around 30s when we get, when, when we get married and for women... It's 27.4. This is last year's statistic, but but still, I mean, y- you can see that everyone's waiting until later instead mm-hmm. of the early 20s where it used, when it used to be like our parents' generation right. or grandparents' generation. In, in the 70s, it was 23 for men and 20 uh, for women. God. And there's... There's a two-year age gap-ish, <laughs> three years. So, I'm, so what, it, what this is saying and what I'm... What I'm getting gathering from this is that there's always like a three-year age gap uh-huh. with men and women. Is that something that you guys, that you guys learn or have observed? I, yeah, I think it just naturally like women just go for older men because of the whole like part of it. It's just like the caretaking thing. And for me, I date older guys because of the brain thing. The, oh, because no. I already know what's up with y'all's brain. <laughs> what's up with that? <laughs> 
Um, so your yeah. brain is probably the maturity level that mine is. Uh, some, well, I don't know. Sometimes on this podcast, you like prove me wrong. Yeah, sometimes with my 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 toys. Oh my gosh! Like for example, this toy right here. What's that toy? I don't know. I'm scared. Is it a cell phone? It's my phone. Come oh on. Don't, don't, get, don't put your mind in the gutter. Oh, Take right, Zorik. Take it out of the gutter. As you talk about your toy. <laughs> um, so what else did you gather from this article? Um, it gave me a little bit of validation. And so, but this is also just me like taking it a certain way. So it validated me a little bit. And then there was the other part of me that was like, Great. Yeah. yeah. I achieved everything else except this one part. And so my tie papers and Adi is like, well, why is this not being achieved yet? <laughs> What's happening? Did What's you check your, your Maslow's checklist for yourself? Yeah. Maybe. Yep. You're, are you up at that, that last level? I am at oh. self-actualization. Okay, Thank okay. you. Look at jerk. you. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, what I got from this is that she says this at the end, but the reason why people wait for a long time is so that they can avoid divorce. I agree. Divorce is expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. And it's expensive. It's if you have kids, there's a lot of mm-hmm. like shuffling. Like you said, expensive. There's economics. There's um, a lot of feelings and emotions. Uh, the kids are definitely affected. Oh, yeah. So you don't want to you don't want to divorce. Um, and, you know, I think part of that is if you are coming from um, parents who are divorced you're probably trying to avoid that too because you remember the how you like what emotions you were feeling as that was happening and you want to avoid that for your kids fortunately like my parents are still together i've also threatened them (laughs) why i told them that they forgot divorce i'd cut them off oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) lots of pressure from the siblings. If they're going to put pressure on me, I feel like I can put it back on them. That makes sense. Okay. You can dish it. You should be able to take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was interesting. It just shows that society today is focused more mm-hmm. on their career rather than f- homemaking and a family. Right. That's one kind of shift from even t- 10 years ago, maybe? Yeah. So it hasn't... For sure. It's been recent. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Is it going to keep shifting this no, way? No, I think it's going to end up going back and the value, it, the family family value is going to be like one of the like most important values because it always shifts, you know, you always see the shift, you know, like if, if remember like in the, like during what the world, was it World War II when women started being back in the workplace and then like it was that and then the value of family came back and now it's, you know, work again and so I think it'll go back to family. So I think it's either like one of those um, that you kind of see trending. Yeah, I think history and society is very cyclical. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, what was cool? Like skinny jeans was okay, but now it, it was it, it was then it was baggy jeans. Yeah. And now it's skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. So just life in general is cyclical, right? Yes. Uh, record players now they're a hit. Yeah. Right. Vinyls. 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 Hello. Okay, so. Let's talk about our Halcyon event that we had oh, yes. on Wednesday. So there were a lot of cool things that happened. We had a lot of RSVPs, but typically, yes. you know, half show up. Right. But it was a good crowd, and a lot of people were mixing and talking and mingling. For sure. For sure. And the Halcyon staff was just so just thoughtful and just so nice. So yeah. thank you all so much. You guys were, you guys were like working so much. Yeah. 
trying to just provide for us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I hope we weren't so obnoxious or too obnoxious. I don't think we were. But yeah, I don't think so either. I'm just saying that because I think our crowd's cool. Right. But it, it was fun. We even um, we even had uh, one of our listeners come out. Did you, Amy, did you meet Amy? You did. I did. Yes, you did. Okay. Yeah, and so people from the podcast came out. So it was, it was a great event, and I I'm really bad with names. I'm oh great no. with faces. Yeah. I know. It's like the worst. Like I have the worst job for that. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Amy. Everyone. If I saw your face, I'd be like, hey, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily, everyone had name tags. Yes, that was yeah. helpful. Maybe you had one too many cocktails. Uh, that's why you can't remember everyone's name. <sighs> Don't make me sound like a blush. <laughs> I am not. But it was a great event. Thanks, everyone, for coming out. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank we, you. We, we, I think we had more people than last time. And nice. I think we had some people that exchanged numbers and are going on dates this week. Nice. Which is awesome. The whole point of this is to get people... So we preach about dating apps. And we've talked... We, we, we beat this to death that there we are do. many ways to meet people. There's mm-hmm. dating apps. There's meetups. There's church. There's work. Make dating apps not your number one choice. Right. Make it one of the four or five choices. Mm-hmm. Don't prioritize it over everything else. Because when you, when, you, when you focus on dating apps only, again, you kind of lose that social, those social skills that we yes, typically that you still need. used to use all the time. Because you interact with people. Yeah. And, and at these events, it forces you, just like in our, in our, in our meetup this, um, podcast we talked about, it forces you to talk to people and get out of your shell. Because you have to. And you have to take risks. Men. Yes. Men, I saw you guys talking to a lot of women out there and vice versa. So uh, I think the women were thoroughly entertained. I got to say, you did a very wonderful job of introducing people and helping them mingle, Zorik. Yeah, that's the whole point of a host. You were a beautiful host. Oh my gosh, why? Thank you so much. You're hilarious. I will never make fun of you ever again. That's a lie. Don't even, <laughs> don't even, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for today. We hope that you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, comments, or show topics you'd like for us to discuss, you can drop us a note at hello at datepodcast.com or on at datepodcast on Instagram and Twitter.